Warning, the following podcast may contain spoilers. It may also contain content too frightening for people with a weak disposition. If you're too frightened to carry on, we suggest that you go and listen to some soothing music, light a candle and hide underneath a blanket. If you're ready to carry on, follow us into a world of 100 horrors. You are listening to... I think of was that Ed Sheeran song that goes oh, no, dun, no 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 it's called Shape Can't of You innit stand him can you not oh. hello oh. and welcome to this episode of 100 Horrors uh, this week we will be discussing the 1997 film The Cube why might we be discussing such a left field <laughs> film uh, well because we have a special guest who made a request to do this film please welcome Mr Phil Saunders <laughs> we should have got the soundbite as well we hello I need the soundbite you didn't are. Set, you didn't send me the soundbite. Oh, uh, yeah, I totally forgot. We'll no. work it in here. The soundbite sounds like this. E100 Horrors. It's Phil here, your biggest fan. How do you know I'm your biggest fan? Because I'm the only one shit-ass enough to send a voice note to request a film. I'd like to request a film because I know that it's kind of crappy, but it's kind of cult. It's very cool. It's very different. And I predict what's going to happen in your second season is everyone's going to pick all these really good, award-winning, classic films. And it's going to be such a, a, a trip, a brilliant ride through horror cinema's halls of greatness. But what's going to happen is all your loyal fans are really going to miss you three ripping the piss out of shit films. We're going to miss that. So before you start getting all your wonderful, brilliant season two films in, Oh, yeah, The Shining, it's the best. Oh, The Omen, oh, it's the absolute best. Um, I'd like you to do an episode on The Cube Fear Squared. That's my guess at the tagline. So I'd love you to do The Cube. I think it's really clever. There's never been a film like it, and there's never been a film like it again. Well, until Cube 2 and Cube 3. Enjoy The Cube, boys. See ya! There you go there. Oh, come on. Weird. How you doing, Phil? Uh, I'm really good, yeah. I, I thought you might have uh, asked me to explain why I'm here, but we just all listened to that soundbite, didn't we? Is that, that, that makes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so now it makes yeah. perfect sense why I'm here. Can you recap it, please? Because I've forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> so you've chosen this film on purpose because you know it's bad. Oh, well, I actually really like the film, but we'll get okay. into that in a bit. But um, yeah, as I said on that sound clip, uh, <laughs> I sort of, when you, uh, it, I feel like... Um, it might be good to take 100 horrors back to their roots mm. when you're kind of um, following blindly this list of shit hit, films, hit and miss, <laughs> hit or miss. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah those, those, it was like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And you were just kind of plowing through them all. Yeah. And now you have the luxury of let's pick some really good films, which makes sense. But also, I, I, mean, I can't be the only one that misses. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you guys um, just kind of sigh and groan. Get angry. Through, um, <laughs> so, but, and because I thought you might not like it, but I like it. Well, we'll get mm-hmm. into who likes what in a little bit. But <laughs> as we always have with a returning guest, we always have a question that we have to ask everyone. How have things changed since the last time you've been here? And have you stopped doing drugs? I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I know for a fact, I can speak for one thing that's changed for Phil is that Phil's book came out and it's yeah. fantastic. It's over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, there it is I, on the shelf. Yeah. And if it wasn't, I would still say it's fantastic anyway, but it's genuinely very, very good. I really loved good. the book. Wife loved it. Oh, thanks. Thanks very much. Did you read it? Oh yeah, I think she wants an affair with you. Read it. Oh, okay. Well, because I'm available for um, yeah, um, for fairs things and birthdays, like that, yeah. birthday parties. I, can, I like the way that you've locked it in a glass cabinet away from the the children and the it's cats. in case some local cats. moshers break in and try yeah. and take it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, in case of emergency, break glass. <laughs> I need, I need <laughs> a nostalgic story about a very niche it's, it's got part book, of the naughty. Yeah. It's got a, a bookmark at the back where I get a mention. Yeah, so thanks, just, thanks, Rob. Like, yeah, get out on the show. People like, look, I'm in a book. Yeah, you are. Just a little one word. Thank you. Yeah, look at his little face, a little happy face. Actual book (laughs) on paper. You can we can read it one day when you learn to read. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the book seems to have gone well. It sold out, didn't it? Uh, Yeah, yeah. The 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 hardbacks all went, and then we we like a couple of hundred copies through the paperbacks. And like I said, it's a very niche thing, isn't it? It's like it's like a small town with a small story, but it seems to have um, touched people. I think Uh, on a on a global stage it would be quite niche out of the 8 billion of us or however many there are. Yeah, But yeah. I think locally, I think it's a massive part of Teesside and growing up as an alternate kid, I think so. Have you had many people sort of message that didn't know Sumo that have read it? Are we going that, to talk about his book here? If you'd, <laughs> like what it's about? Yeah, yeah. Well, well Phil can explain. Um, so yeah, okay. Thanks for this plug, guys. Didn't expect this. Uh, so yeah. it's a book about nightclubs <laughs> in the book about nightclubs in the northeast of England, and um, but also about like live music and like I don't know, like UK punk rock subculture, and it's also about what the world was like in like 2004 to. 2020 and it's a bit be- of a time is the word we're looking for yeah yeah better. it yeah. was it was a different time do what you want then d- different music different fashion different tastes uh, you know the world didn't have social media and it talks a little bit about how that mm-hmm. kind of came in and changed things um and then and then covid came along and and that's that's it full stop it, it all ended so there's a lot it of did. things i guess it's a story about a lot of stuff that got took away from us yeah yeah, yeah. and it's very entertaining as well and oh, thank um, you yeah it, i got like i was really surprised that people have been really nice about it. Why? Well, why was, it's really why good. Was yeah, it? I don't. I really enjoyed yeah, I don't it. Know. I don't mean, know. Is it on po- imposter syndrome a bit like that? Maybe you know, like, it's a bit. Uh, of well, no one, syndrome. no one will like this. How but much did you make? For it? How much did I make? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, millions. Yeah, so, millions and millions of 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 Amazon KDP tokens, <laughs> which, <laughs> which works out at about eighty quid <laughs> total. I think yeah, the reason why people like it so much, if I'm honest, is when I was reading it, it was like you'd written my diary for me like i was reading yeah, stuff i was yeah, like oh yeah, yeah i remember that i'd forgotten about that and you've written that event that happened like reading pound sumo there was a bit about oh, the first yeah. pound sumo that was a disaster but also is a core memory of mine yeah. of going up to the bar and just being like can i have a jack daniels and coke please we're out of jack we're out of coke can i have a vodka and lemonade we're out of vodka we're out of lemonade what have you got? And they're like, tequila and orange. Can I have 13 tequilas and oranges now? <laughs> <laughs> Get a sunrise. Like, yep, there you go. Yeah. I remember a lot of them. <laughs> waking up the next day and all I could taste was tequila. About three days after that. It's horrible. Yeah. But um, but yeah, cherished memories and committed to, to paper. If anyone... Is from the Teesside area, went to Sumo or anything like that, then you should definitely get, get hold of a copy. It's brilliant. It's really, really good. Before Paul interrupted me there, I did ask a question. Yes, well, you, what was the question? Have you had many people who like didn't go to Sumo that have read it or have like been in touch to say? That's a really good question. And like I don't know because I had so many messages from people saying things like what Matt just said. Like, oh my God, like this is great. I was there. Um, but I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm guessing there's just loads of confused Americans listening to this <laughs> now going, what the hell is Zoom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to know about the goddamn movie. Yeah. Tell us about the shit movie, guys. So Canadians listening just being like, this is our greatest achievement, eh? I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, talking yeah. about the film. Um, but yeah, no, I, the answer is I don't know. Right. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anti-climactic. There'll be more anti-climaxes later, I imagine. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's about time we got into the film. So, yes. um, so, so join us tonight. We've got you. Well, you've got some things for us. You brought some things. Oh, I made some uh, name badges so the um, listeners at home can. Well, yeah, shall I pass them out? Yeah, can do. Can so, do. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, take, take one, take one, <laughs> pass it on. One. I've got, <laughs> we've got motion sensor mat. Motion sensor mat. There we go. Stick that on there. <laughs> Prime number Paul. <laughs> Razor wire Rob. I like which that. Is, which oh, is his wrestling, wrestling name. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling wrestling name. Have you got one, Phil? I do. I've got a. She fell out the cube, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> she did fall out the cube. We got splattered everywhere. Yes. So people are now wondering if you haven't seen this, Stick what is what is this cube of which we speak? Well, the cube is a film that cost just shy of $400,000 and made $8.9 million wow. at the box office, despite being a flop when it was first released. How much? Did, did $8.9 million at the box office. And what was the budget? Put just shy of 400,000. So a real good return on investment. The synopsis is a bit rubbish. I've changed up the way I write my synopses and my notes now. I, I do it all on typewriter. So when I, like. I'm messing up with my socks. So when I make mistakes, they just stay there. So you have to bear with how clunky this feels. Six people wake up in a giant cube that kills you if you go into one of the wrong rooms. <laughs> they, <laughs> they each realise that they have a special skill that is vital to their escape as the quest continues. They try to escape and some of them die, but some of them survive. The cube. Scare factor. <laughs> the scare factor. As with every guest episode, our guest gets to go first. Their score will not contribute to the official score, but it is always interesting to find out what they've said about the film. So, Phil, what would you score The Cube? I would give it a solid 7.77. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> no, no. All I, right. I, um, I watched it 20 years ago, and it stuck with me, and I've always wanted to watch it again. And when I was thinking of a film to pick, I was like, oh, yeah, I was meant to watch that again. And I watched it on a flight, like complete undivided attention. Like all I had was cube, <laughs> yeah, and I I really enjoyed it. You're on a flight. Yeah, yeah. There's no escape. If I was watching that on an airplane, <laughs> yeah. I'd be dying to slam into the side of a mountain. No, uh, well, different people like different things. This is true. <laughs> Make sure you fly Ryanair, then, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Art is Malaysian Airlines. Oh, I don't see easy. Uh, Paul, I'm presuming has given it a ten. Two. Two. Yeah. That's a two from. Prime number Paul. <laughs> it's prime number. It is a prime I number. Uh, Razor wire Rob. Four and a half. And I've gone... Mm, quite high, that. Motion sensor, Matt. I've gone with a 6.2. Are you kidding no, me? No, I, I like films. You know I like films. Yes. Especially when they're a bit zany and wacky. You know this. You know this. So with a two, why a two? It was like a fucking maths class. You didn't have to. You don't have to understand, have to understand the, maths, the maths. You're not watching. You know what a prime number is, don't you? You're not watching Apollo 13 and being like, I can't. I want to be maths. entertained, not educated. 
I want to watch a horror film that isn't just set in one big box that's used over and over again. All you got to understand is the lady, boxes. the lady is clever because she wears glasses <laughs> and she's a student. <laughs> the acting. So therefore was, she knows everything about maths. The, the acting was just way over the top. It was cringy. I'll tell you what, I'll give you that. It's not even like yeah. a... It's not... Yeah. Um, the set was awful. It's, can we just oh, I go it. back to... No. Can we just go back to the acting? Can we just go back to the acting for a oh, second? God. I can't stress how over the top it was. It was like... House of a Thousand Corpses times five. Um, it felt like, um, you know, like when you act for a stage for an audience that's dead far away. and the ha- So you have to over-exaggerate everything <laughs> you do. There were like so Vaudeville. many times where the camera, which was largely handheld, would like get pushed into someone's face as they did like one massive raised eyebrow and wide-eyed expression of disgust or shock or something. And uh, that's one of the main things I liked about it was how daft that was. I liked the uh, melted face bit. That was the best part of the film. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Early on no, as well. It was easily the best part of the film. Um, Quentin looks like George Michael. That's neither a plus or a negative. But he, he did. It's a neutral. Um, I'd rather watch the first series of Birds of a Feather than watch that again. Oh, I don't know about that. It was that. awful. Not the worst that. film we've seen. No, not by a long but shot. No, nah, not my cup of tea either. Phil. Sorry, Phil. Rebuttal. No, you don't have to apologise. I can I sense like the guilt. You've um, picked. You've done it. I know exactly. No, I didn't like to do it on purpose. I, I like it, but I knew it would divide opinion. I think it's yeah. divided opinion for like decades online. You know, it's some people call it a cult classics. I did a poll on Twitter, I know, didn't I, I? I saw that poll. And yeah, it's it took too late. Just it took me ages to think of what it was. It really made me think that <laughs> was it. What hot garbage or uh, cult classic? Cult classic or you don't know? And I was like. Really divided, and I thought Phil's going to see my answer as well. So I have to think about it. <laughs> I don't. He think didn't he can. make the film. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. yeah. I, I, I no offense away, taken. Though. Like if you if you guys all gave it a one, like I wouldn't mind. It would just it would just make for a an excellent show, mm. um, a podcast episode. So yeah. what? So all right. So if Paul hates it that badly, what do you like about it so much? Yeah, good question. Um, I think uh, the acting's not great um, at all. Um, but it's entertaining though. But I just think that the characters are, like you said, so exaggerated. Like the guy, I've got like, I've written some notes here. Uh, which one is he? Um, good cop, bad cop. McNeil. McNeil. Like every line he says Wait. is like a, like a line from like an American like action blockbuster trailer. Yeah, you know when yeah. you do the voice when you do guess the tagline? Yeah, yeah, which like, I haven't ev- written down. Actually, everything so. he says yeah. is like this. We're in a cube and we're all going to die unless yeah, you yeah. follow me. There's and traps in that room. And then, uh, and, then, the and then the lady, when he said that, he was like, there's traps in there. She went, traps? What do you mean traps? What else could he mean? <laughs> but, you know what a trap is, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, traps. L- l- trap music. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, I think that it's like... It just, it felt to me a bit like, have you ever seen those like stage shows where there's just like one scene, it's just like a group of people or there's, there's, there's like a, like the, the woman who does Fleabag just like a one woman show yeah. and it's just yeah. her on stage. Exactly it's meant mean. to be brilliant. So the fact that there was like um, no set and the plot was like so one dimensional, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah very good. Yeah. Um, it was just about like, it was about humans and how, how just putting people in a terrible situation, like they just changed. Like he was like the good cop. He was the leader. He was like, everyone must listen yeah, to me. Yeah. I'm going to be the one that saves everybody. Mm-hmm. And then obviously he, um, he just turns into like the worst, like kind yeah. of guy. Like he does all the, uh, you know, he's trying to get into the young girl and he's like but, killing people and he's slamming. Who's my he throws a lady out the cube. He, he, he throws he he throw everybody all of them. Yeah. He wasn't the worst one. No. Get, mm, yeah. Who was, who was, who the was worst? worst? Nah, nah. You know about that? Go on, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's in my notes. Um, I'll cover that one. And everybody, you know, like the, the the quiet, shy, like girl who looks like she has nothing to offer becomes like kind of like the savior. But then there's the other guy who seems like he's like the burden, or they he's kind yeah. of they portray him as the burden. And yeah, he, oh, I have to drag this guy along, whatever. Uh, and then he's he's ultimately like he's the, the hero. Key. He's the he's yeah. the key. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah, that's why I liked it. <laughs> I, I liked <laughs> Rob's got some up his sleeve. Here. I liked yeah. where um, I, what was the old man's name? Was it Ren? Where uh, where Ren's yeah. like the expert, Benjamin. of like I'm gonna <laughs> Benjamin Button, where he's the expert <laughs> at escaping escaping everything. He's escaped from a load of prisons, so he's like, I'll get us out of here, and just goes into a room and instantly gets shot in the face with yeah. acid. <laughs> His like, skull melts. It's the world famous <laughs> escape artist. Yeah. We're all saved. Who can't? And he's like doing stuff as well behind the scenes. He's like throwing a boot in there, not telling anyone why he's doing it. Like, I'm just going to do my own thing. You can come along if you want and then die straight away. I thought was, that was, was hilarious. Was there any, ever an explanation why they were all there? Um, because, I imagine you'll find out in the Cube 2. Hypercube. Is, yeah. <laughs> the Cube 2 is called Hypercube. Yeah. It is I, a I good might watch concept it. for a film and probably one of the first ones, was it? Because it's been loads since like yeah. onto Netflix. It's a bit soyish, isn't it? It's yeah. quite soyish. Yeah, I, th- I think it was. There's a. I think in the late '90s, early '90s, like horror films and thrillers were very kind of doomsday, dark, like, um, and you know, kind of like yeah, dystopian. And there's a mm. lot of like, is it the government? The government's going to get us, man. Like that was like a big theme. And you kind of had a lot of these films like, um, like that sort of feel. But it was. I'm not saying it's like invented that escape room booby trap killer thing but it was before Saw and it was before a lot yeah. of those I think ones. it might have been the first one it could have been right. yeah yeah genre defying there you yeah. go yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Tick, a 7.7 tick off some of my notes uh, first one is a, is complete opposite of what you said Paul I thought the set design was brilliant I did as well it looked well. really good no. I liked it. it was clever because it was the same room over and over again which would be different colour lights that could yeah, be, which that is could clever. Be clever. But um, it wasn't different colour lights. For, uh, for some reason, really weirdly, they used different coloured gels. So they had to replace every panel. Just get a different coloured light, oh, surely. Well, yeah. Surely. But it was 1997, though. And they had... what? They didn't have coloured lights in... Yeah, you know, those, <laughs> those coloured lights, lights that you get, also, you get them from Argos for your gaming room and you press oh, a button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, they didn't have yeah. them. They weren't invented. That's true. Not, That's true. Please don't talk to guests like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. Sorry, Phil. It's okay. This will be the last episode of 100. I found the story really interesting as well. I think uh, it it got me hooked, actually. I was quite surprised because I didn't expect that at all. Um, One of the most annoying things which brought a good couple of points off it was uh, why did they write in the script that you have to suck on a button? (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. Well, it's like, what are you doing? It keeps the saliva flowing in your mouch. Which one was that? <laughs> that was a lady who said that. Oh, right. Yeah, not to uh, not to make this very serious, that. but uh, a lot of Holocaust survivors said that they sucked on pebbles to survive. Ah, <laughs> so we should make light of it in a, in a film. It's good survival um, If you ever lost it, see this. you. There was some good suspense bits as well. The quiet room was really good. I like that that whole scene, uh, whole series where it was right. like. There's a room that's really, really quiet. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Go here we on. go. Can go we on. stop tiptoeing around the obvious here? Well, I'll just... I'll just <laughs> let's deal I'll, with I'll the just, elephant in the room. I'll just say... It wasn't. <laughs> my last note is that man was unnecessary. Well, uh, well hmm. let's just say the man who, is, who had different abilities to the some one of the other people. Shook in a lot. There is a severely autistic man in this film. Yeah. Um, who oh, I thought you were going to talk about a different elephant in a different room, actually. But what go on. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about the autistic man first. Yeah, you do that. Um, I'm really intrigued as to what you have to say now. But yeah, they, so they, they discover a man who's very differently abled, and he's got like, ri- from experience, he's got very uh, 
this high this, level of Asperger's or something, and he kind the, the film kind of uses him as a bit of a wild card. So they find there's a room where you have to remain completely silent in there, and throughout the film, I won't do the impression, but they've got <laughs> him on, making Paul. they've got a you load of things of him just vocalizing like some people with Asperger's do. So one of the characters, the policeman's like, he's gonna get us all killed. So they're, they're planning on leaving him there behind, and they're all trying to like traverse this cube room. With this man just kind of, it keeps cutting, sound it's, center, so, isn't it? it's so rough. It keeps cutting back to him, like rocking and getting dead excited. Like he's going to, he's going to shout, he's going <laughs> to shout, kill everyone. And then it, at the end, he, he does shout, doesn't he? Yeah. The way he does it, he's, he yeah. goes like, wait, like that. And then they all, uh, all the daggers come out the wall or whatever happens. Um, I I, would you get away with that now? I'm yeah, not sure. It's just <laughs> actually, I, don't, do that. I think you would, it, it's this whole thing that I don't quite necessarily agree with where, um, you have to, if you were going to portray that now, the actor would have to have that. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be, yeah. yeah. I would say disability, but I don't know what the correct term is. Condition. Condition. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. Because it's acting, isn't it? That's what you're paid to do. He does a good job of it. I'll tell you that Does much. a bit too much, though. I think it was a bit <laughs> over the top. I think... Every character's over Ray, the top here. Rain Man's really clever, isn't he? I've never seen that film, and he's not, yes. he's not shouting in that, is oh, he? Oh, <laughs> I think you'll find Rain Man shouts a lot. Does not Rain Man? Oh, Lords. Oh, well. Tom Cruise tries to drag him on an aeroplane that he doesn't want to get on, and he goes potty. Oh, hush my mouth then. Uh, yeah, and I, well, he was kind of playing a Rain Man character, wasn't he? What in olden times, is not me calling it, in olden times, would be referred to as an idiot savant. Someone yep. who's like very good at maths and stuff, but is also... Carol Vorderman. Like Carol, like Carol Vorderman, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what other elephant were you on about? Uh, before I talk about my elephant, um, I just thought you handled that really well, guys. Jeez, I didn't realise I'd thrown such a hot potato into the uh, room here. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm old and I'm old school and, and it, it does... Um, Handle that really well. If, 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 we, honest, if there wasn't microphones... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be a, a much different conversation. <laughs> this is the only one that Subscribe we Subscribe to the Patreon and we'll <laughs> so tell you what we really like. <laughs> <that scene. laughs> 100 horrors after hours. Uh, yeah, <laughs> after yeah. dark. Followed a couple of drinks. Let's get seedy. Get him out! <laughs> Go on then, your elephant. What are you on about, your elephant? I, I thought you were going to talk about the sound design because you guys always have a very interesting opinions and passionate opinions about the sound oh. in films. And I thought that the the soundtrack and the sound design of this film would have absolutely done your tits in. But if you didn't notice it, that, cause I was I was watching it thinking, oh, these guys are going to hate the this. Lads are gonna just, hate. Yeah, the lads, the lads are going <laughs> to hate this. They're going to kick off when they hear all that. <laughs> They're Do you remember me. the... Oh, yeah. And there was just these like weird like um, set pieces where it would go to music all of a sudden and then like they were like figuring out a maths puzzle and it was like this little mon- <laughs> montage. montage of um, nonsense. So yeah. yeah, I thought that would absolutely kill you guys. But well done for him getting over that. Well done. Well, I mean, like, we mentioned it last a couple of weeks ago, but I'm on pretty strong painkillers, so I found it quite uh, trippy. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just kicked in at that point. Like, oh, nice. All the bright colours and all the, <laughs> all yeah, the That's why I loved sound. it. I was going to say, you must be mellowing in your, um, old, not your old age, but in uh, episode 100 and whatever it whatever is. Whatever this is. Yeah, you're just kind of chilling a bit, you know. Yeah, it's nice to be at a pick films. It's gone, um, numb. <laughs> it's gone numb now. Yeah. Just say, I don't fancy watching that now. i watch something else instead. Oh, one thing though, Go this on. is a, a bit of a segue, but... Um, Went away with work the other week, and we went in these uh, these barns. Then um, we pretty it was like an Airbnb, and it nearly turned into uh, barbarian. Oh, wow. it, felt like it was going to turn into barbarian because uh, basically there was two of us in this one barn, and it was. I walked in, I went, "This is definitely haunted." Straight away, <laughs> it's like if there's ever a haunted house, this is the one. I went upstairs, and like you had to duck under a beam in uh, in my bedroom, 
And like I was at one uh, one side of the barn, and the other guy that I work with was at the other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bad. Uh, we, we left our doors unlocked just in <laughs> case it was a ghost. <laughs> You're back one. That's uh, oh. all right. Nothing wrong with that though. If, if I chose to do that, oh. <laughs> very crass. <laughs> but anyway, there was a, there was a rocking chair at the end of my bed, so I was like, I'm not leaving that there. That's gonna have to go out in the corridor. hundred percent. That's rocking in there. <laughs> exactly. I got dragged out, and then uh, I was in bed. I'd been in bed for about ten minutes, and I heard uh, the other guy shout. He was like, "Rob, wait, what are you went? There's a hidden room in my uh, in oh, my bedroom." I was God. like, "You what?" Oh, so oh. literally, like you open the door in the bathroom. And there was a there was a door with like a hinge. You could see the hinges in this like hidden door. It was like wood paneling hinges, and it was locked, and you couldn't open it at all. I was Jesus like, Christ. "I'm just waiting for a light to come on now." Yeah, but, uh, yeah, nothing happened. But I've like, a recurring nightmare could. that happens like that. So it, it, I've never been scared in a place. I was like, you know, properly scared, and I was a bit scared for a little while there. Thought I was going to die. What does that mean, Leeds? Trivia. Keep it shut. Here's, <laughs> keep it stampy. Here's a bit of trivia for you. Um, I'm not sure you two know this trivia as well, but behind the scenes, Phil's been very busy. We complained quite a lot about um, the original poster back in the glory days when we were really, really fresh. Um, about we'd, Every now and then we'd go like, who's made this poster? Who's designed it and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Mr. Phil Saunders went on a quest to find out who had made the poster. And that's that's the jingle there. That's the that's the segue. So Phil's brought some info on who made the original poster. And there's oh. a little bit of a play-by-play of his journey. North or oh, nice. south, Mr. east or west, <laughs> Mr. the Phil quest. <laughs> yeah, well, this this isn't, an, I'll warn you now, it's an anticlimactic story. Just well, don't so say that's know. a spoiler. Well, it is a spoiler, but I don't want to hype it up because it's a bit of a... Anyway, I'll just get on with it. <laughs> 24 minutes. 24 minutes. So, um, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, as a 100 Horrors super fan, like, I, I, do, I do love the show. <laughs> and I tell everyone I know, like, they should listen to it. And, and I'm good. sorry I'm ruining this episode and making it I too long. I don't think you are. Yeah, but, no, no, um, sorry, we'll cut it out. So the, the, first, <laughs> the, the first thing I did was like, I went on to Google because I really wanted to... So, I wanted to find out who picked the 100 horrors. Because there was... Because you went through 100 weeks of, of agony. I know it was 100 weeks, but 100 weeks of agony going through some of these absolutely terrible films. So yeah. I was like, who, can we find the, the people responsible? But more importantly, I thought it would be really interesting to find out um, why they picked those films. You know, did they just pluck them out the air or was it... That's something that's bothered me for a long time because they are beyond eclectic. Yeah. Sub- well, sh- and there's some quite glaring omissions on this yeah, thing yeah, too, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is just mental. And that, that 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 kind of like adds to the the, the reason for the quest. Um, and I don't have the answer for you, but um, I really wanted to find out. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, did, was it this, was it a group of people's favourite films or were they going off like best of lists online? Had some magazine published this in like 19 whatever, or 2000 and whatever. And just, 19. Yeah, it's 19. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first thing I discovered when I was trying to find this out was um, Reddit. So good old Reddit. Um, um, we're talking about the poster. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the, the general consensus on this poster on Reddit is that people love it, which is a bit well, weird. Well, they love the poster. Yeah, because people on Reddit are usually first to like jump on something and trash it. Yeah, but I have but, to watch every film though. Um, no, yeah, problem. well, yeah. It was just the idea of the poster. Yeah. I think that the horror movie community liked. Um, there was a guy very upset because apparently Pet Cemetery is spelt wrong. That was the first, uh, that was... Um, is it spelt wrong? Like, is it spelt correctly C, on the C thing? is an S. Or is it spelt uh, on the post? Let's oh, check the post. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Is Reddit guy right or wrong? Cemetery. Because it's it's actually spelt incorrectly on the book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And the Where, film. Oh, right. Oh, God. Stephen King saw it. 
a tiny can of worms I've opened there for anyone this to. Is, it's an electric podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> Two men looking for a poster. There's another guy on uh, Reddit who has, um, he rolls a D100 to decide which film he was going to watch next. Oh, that's so a great he, idea. He, he numbered all the films and was rolling his dice. Right. Um, and yeah. <laughs> is it spelled yeah, wrong? It's spelled with a C. Oh. Yeah, it's spelled properly. Yeah, he's right. Is it an oh, S? Right to book be book an S? Yeah, yeah, book an S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Cemetery. Yeah, don't read books. I don't know. I do. The, the next thing that made me laugh was the uh, Amazon description of the poster, which says, this 100 horror movie poster is shining a light, shining a light <laughs> oh, okay. on the most iconic films of the genre. Uh, this poster is not for the faint-hearted, it says. Oh, um, The Amazon Q&A also made me laugh while I was doing my research into this. <laughs> oh, um, brilliant. There's some top tips in the Amazon Q&A for anyone who has this poster, because no doubt now you've made it famous on your podcast. 100%. People will, will want to know this. So yeah. apparently the best way to get all the little grey mucky bits off, uh, says Randall, is to use a damp cloth. Sophie said that when you get the poster, it's all curled up. So she suggests what, in its tube. You, you, yes, yeah. she suggests using heavy books to get it nice and flat. I know, I know a good book. I know a good book we could use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, buy four of those, please. Uh, it'll be another sixty pence. Um, there was another guy who asked the question to the Amazon people: Could I put this poster in a frame? Of which he obviously got completely ripped because how could you scratch it off <laughs> if you put it oh, behind yeah. glass? I've done it. Uh, but yeah. you've done it. That's okay. Um, there's 588 Amazon reviews for this. Bloody hell. Wow. Yeah, I've done What's my research, average? guys. Doing his best ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jay, who ordered the poster, gave it one star because his poster came half scratched off. <laughs> He's absolutely gutted. That's a blessing, uh, that. Somebody in the factory's already done half the work for you. I know, yeah. And um, the other thing I noticed on Amazon, <laughs> before I get into my investigative tale, the last thing I was going to mention was the brilliantly named McKinnon Clarkson of oh, Amazon wow. said that the poster is good, but it puts out an unfathomable stink. <laughs> I didn't notice. I didn't notice that. It does smell. Does it? Was it is it an unfathomable stink? Yeah. Yeah. It, was, yeah. fathom it. it was capital letters exclamation mark according to my notes. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to <laughs> search for the creators of the poster uh, and I got in touch with Menkind. I sent them a nice email um, asking okay. um, if they could tell me um, who had made the poster uh, would like individuals' names, LinkedIn profiles. Addresses. Right. So, so that I could contact them and ask them what they were thinking. Um, I got a lovely email back from Menkind saying that well, it's actually Gift Universe who made the poster. And it's like license it out to mankind. So I found Gift Universe of uh, Dorking in Surrey uh, on Google. There's, ah. there's even photos of their office oh, well, on their wow. Google reviews. They don't have very good Google reviews. Do so they not? I, I don't think it's fun to work there, which I think is a, a mm. glimpse into the minds of the poor people who were forced to make this poster. Got you. But um, you can see photos of them sat in their office if you go on Google. I wonder if we um, get in touch if we can have called? a little tour. What's it called? Uh, it's called Gift Universe in Surrey. So you can bring that up while I ramble on. Um, so I discovered that there's a lady in marketing called Izzy, mm -hmm. and I sent her a nice email, and she replied saying that she would ask the question and come back to me, and she left a phone number on her email signature, which oh. was handy. Oh. So I, wow. phone, I phoned Did Izzy. Did you actually speak to the uh, Izzy? So, so, uh, so I phoned Izzy. Did you record um, it? Uh, no. Oh. Um, on, on three separate occasions, and I followed this up, and I couldn't I couldn't get an answer. Um, so um, on, after my third repeated email, I finally got an email back from Izzy to say that uh, members of the team had put mm. together the poster some years ago, and thank you for my interest. Oh, that, that means stop bothering us. <laughs> and yeah. between the lines, I think Izzy wanted me to fuck off. <laughs> so <laughs> there isn't a picture of Izzy, but there is Paul. 
who's the chairman and chief executive. He's not seen any of these horror films, Paul. Chris Wicks. I don't know if we can name people with surname on air, but did, we'll bleep your yeah, podcast and so. bleep that. So did you, <laughs> did you tell them why you were doing it? Um, I did. I said that I was a super fan of the show. Did you actually tell them this? I did. I gave them reason. And I said that um, the podcast had become um, hugely popular globally. Hugely. Underline that. Globally popular. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was coming, because this was about the time when it was coming to the 100th yeah, show. Yeah. And I said there was a sold out event, at a, a, a huge amphitheater <laughs> in Middlesbrough. And um, this was the perfect time to get, I just wanted to quote like a line or, or oh, something. Yeah. Um, I just wouldn't give me it. Oh, oh so yeah. Well, thank you very much. It's another, yeah, appreciate the effort. Another anticlimactic tale from author me. <laughs> but very entertaining. And that's <laughs> the main thing. Just about that. like the book. Do we play the trivia jingle? Yeah. I feel like we need to reset. Trivia. Yeah. Yes. This one's for you two. True or false? Me and Phil conspired before the show and that whole story's made up. Nah, false. True. Oh, idiot. <laughs> false. That'd be a huge amount of effort. True or false? The disabled man is named after uh, Kazan Prison in Russia as the writer feels <laughs> feels his personality reflects the disorganised nature of that particular prison. That's got to be true. That's true, because if that, you've made it up, that's brilliant. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with true on that one. Same reasoning. Oh, I was slightly disappointed that it is true. All of the characters are named after prisons. Uh, you get that? So Quentin, San Quentin. Ren is a big prison in France. Kazan is a big prison in uh, in Russia? Russia. Nobody got that. Kazan is part prison. It's sorry. This is the description online. Part prison, part asylum, where they and I quote, just dump them in there. Just throw a load of people in there. Yeah, so the, part so prison, part game show. <laughs> yeah. Don't all don't, cube. Uh, don't break the law. Uh, yeah. Don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're all named after different prisons. Uh, there's anywhere. also a character called Holloway as well, uh, after Holloway Prison. Okay, true or false? Only the red cubes contain traps. Traps, traps. False. True. You should know. <laughs> You're having a nightmare. Ah. False. Isn't the first one a blue one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I remember. Yeah. And surely you, you would... Catch on really quickly, like don't go in the red cubes. Mm, yeah, the okay. cola cubes. That's true. That's true. Oh, I meant to bring some cola cubes. Oh, 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 yeah. You've been a racket on the mics. He would go. They called De Boer, who plays Levin, which is a prison, uh, was initially employed as the film's mathematical consultant. But after the actress originally cast had to drop out, De Boer landed the role of Levin. True or false? False. false. Oh, that was so non. Oh, oh no no sir. no! Yes! <laughs> false, false. It was false. I made that up. Uh, but the film, the film did have a mathematical consultant, didn't it? It did, yeah. Yeah, it did, yeah. True? Yeah, 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 it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true, yeah. yeah it's true. Big, big it's maths. Uh, there's lots of. Uh, if you just Google the cube film maths, there's loads of stuff online. <laughs> that I'm never going to do that. <laughs> <is it? laughs> I might do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow when you've got a bit of time, spare. Yeah. Right, another fun fact for you. I learned how to do a Rubik's Cube the other week. This is an audible, 
Or we'll put it on the Instagram. So I'll, do, I'll do a video. I could do it in two minutes now. Perfect. There you go. So there You've you all go. got that to look forward to. <laughs> True or false? The actual Fact. cube, if it were to scale, would stretch over six miles. False. I think it'd be more. <coughs> I'm going to go true on that one. Actually, I've just made that up on the spot and I have no idea whether it'd be true or false. <laughs> I can't do that one either way. True or false? Shot, shot in 20 days. True. False less. True. Have you written this down? I was just looking at my notes. <laughs> I was just looking at my I was, I was going for like 60 minutes. Like, so I'm just looking at Wells. We can talk about <laughs> next, guys. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, the trivia was awful on this film. It you was missed, all awful. You missed the best one. What was the best one? It's not actually a cube. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. cuboid. It was actually a pyramid. <laughs> um, yeah, so true or false, in the original script of the film, all of the people in the cube were accountants. <gasps> I know this one. Is it true it or false? It's, well, it's true. Well, it's, oh, true. Right. it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. true. They're all account- they're originally, they're all accountants. Because they're all going to be good at maths. But yeah. then oh, right, they to mix it up. So you just yeah. had a really disabled oh. man in there for the comedy. Which presumably. one was he? He was the one that was quite clearly the disabled man. Don't know. Can't remember. Do you think it was really mean when they all went mad with him for having a wee? You've got yes, to have a wee. That's what I said. Where the poo in? Where the poo in? Outside of the queue. Little, yeah. The very first thing yeah. I do when I find a place is where's the toilet? Straight away, I'd, I'd need a poo because I know I can't go. I just need a poo. I get really scared about it. I'd be like, I'm going to go in that other room. Is there a trap? Am I going to Don't die? Go. That's how we'll find out. Might die because I need a poo. Yeah, and that's the end of me. There should have been a scene where they all hang their asses on the outside of the <laughs> and shit down yeah, the side of we it. We found the out, outer wall. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. We could all go. They would have known they were going in circles much quicker because there'd be a log in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Where's all yeah. the other people's ways as well that have been in there previously? Presumably yeah. a cleaner goes in after they're done with <laughs> yeah. it. There was an opportunity to make a log joke there about logging their progress or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's gone now, isn't it? Logarithm. Yeah, the logarithm. I don't want to die. All right, so there was a yeah. couple of good deaths in this. One where the man got lasered into, ironically, cubes. That was good. It wasn't laser, was it? It was a wire. Oh. There was a, no, there was another bit where a wire... Oh, that bit didn't get anyone yet. It was a wire. It was a wire. That reminds me. Go on. The CGI. Terrible. On the bit that once it's all gone through him. Yeah, mm. which looks CGI. really good. Is it CGI? I don't know. Presumably, yeah. But then when it folds up, like the wire, if it's the wire. doing it yeah. to him, yeah. CGI. Bad. Bad CGI. Awful. Uh, but surely getting acid that's so strong shot in your face that it melts through to the back of your skull is going to be the way nobody wants to We've die. We've done a lot of acid ones, haven't we? Robbie? I said I'll see you later. Oh, I know yeah, Rob's yeah, going yeah, to yeah. say that one. No, Go on. I, no, I was going to make it's too far. It's too way too far. I no, <laughs> say it. No, say it. Just I, I have to Google it. I'll, I'll let you. Hang on. Oh. Say the jingle. It. Play the jingle. Yeah, okay. Oh. Say it then. Beep it. What would you say to them at the funeral? <sighs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Cut that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, bleeped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The problem is now that if oh. this stays in the show on Instagram, so many people get in touch and go, yeah. what did he say? Can you tell me what he said? Please, please yeah. tell me. 
Nobody's ever finding that out. He'll lose yep. his job. Christ yeah, like, like BB <laughs> BBC presenter at the moment. I'm just going to delete the whole, whole episode. <laughs> should, we should we start again? Should we start again? Let's do a different on. film. Let's do Bet a different on. film. Come on, who is this it? This whole episode is <laughs> just walking in eggshells. <laughs> right, here we go. It's so controversial oh. for such a silly film. Right, here we go. Oh, no, no. Uh, what would you say to the funeral of a man who got acid sprayed in his face and it went through to the back of his skull? Um, burn, baby, burn. That's going burn. Um, <clears throat> That uh, he was a right melt. Oh, that, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Bit too hot that hot sauce. <laughs> um, at least he's not sulfuring anymore. Oh, that, oh good, that, good, that one. Is yeah, good one. Yeah, that is yeah. a good one. Good one. Yeah. Good one. yeah. Mm. Ooh, so. is that, uh, <laughs> acid rain. Good. Uh, so because I'm no good at this, um, I reach out to people on Instagram at 100horrors where you can leave your impressions as to what you would say the eulogy of someone who died after having strong acid sprayed in their face. Clarky's back. Uh, Clarky said, um, here we go, load the tone this week. I knew he was keen, so I warned him that his love of facials would lead yeah, to more yeah, than yeah, 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 Horrible. Yeah. yeah. Clarky. Uh, Uncle Daddy Lucifer just said, mmm, fondue. Imagine eating that. <laughs> Horrible. The buffet is now open. I bet it's stunk and all. <laughs> he, he wouldn't smell it though, would he? Mr. Do you reckon? Mr. Nick, Mr. Nick McCauley also got in touch. There must have been something in the water this Wang. week. Yep. Um, got in touch to say, got to watch out for those squirters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mr. Jose Goico Valentin got in touch to say, that's quite an exfoliator you've got there. That's more Good. like the kind of thing we like. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Ahimsa Kerp got in touch to say, well, um, on, I can't read what I've written here. He was, this is the bloody typewriter. more trouble it's worth. Well, he was never going to find, nope, I can't read what it says. Oh, he was never going to find a basic way to die, was he? No, he wasn't. Uh, Mr. Danny McCarthy got in touch. a base joke? I don't know. I don't get it. He's fat, um, fat with a pH of seven. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I just no. What's I don't an acid? Know. Acid would be pH. It's a pH. Seven's oh, neutral. It's it? a maths lesson. Science lesson. Uh, Mr. Jenny McCardle said, um, "Here we go. Christ, that must have been a mean or acid." <laughs> <laughs> Classic, Danny. Uh, and George Martin got in touch to say, "Acid brackets a kid. You not. He was a total melt." There we go. Uh, there good. we go. Final scores. No, what's on the chopping block? Before we get into that, what's on the chopping block? Death race. Is it just death race this week? It's gone, baby. All right. Well, what's the final score of this? What did we land on? Final oh, score. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go on, then you do your little jig. Death race. I cast the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, death race. <laughs> I cast it back to hell. Death final race score. is gone, and we have landed on 4.23 for this <laughs> film. Uh, which is a new 42, position 42. <laughs> if 42 gets it, a, a yeah, 4.23 gets it above all of those though. films. It's above They Live and Pumpkinhead. And yeah, it's better than those. just immediately below Invasion of Body Snatchers, Night of the Living Dead. Absolutely. It was all right. It's better than Body Snatchers. Yeah, I was surprised by it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Phil, for coming on. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Settle down, everyone. What's the runtime on this one? <laughs> 43 minutes Brilliant. so far, but we there's going to be a lot of cutting out. Minutes on this one. <laughs> Lots of cutting um, out to do. Excellent. Bleeping. Okay, so have you got anything else in the pipeline you would like to plug? Uh, no, I have nothing but 
my love of this podcast <laughs> to keep me through going week to week, Friday mornings. Yes. Good. And you also have the second edition of This Club Could Be Your Life. Yeah, I took, I took all the spelling mistakes I like them. And I, read, I republished it. And um, yeah, like apparently that's what you do when you're an author yeah. like me. They were charming. I like the spelling mistakes. So. <laughs> Spelled middles for wrong on one page. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. up the bar. Remember that? No. Play days. Remember that? No. Uh, join us next week when we'll be discussing that film that Claire recommended. Uh, what was it called? Mom. Mum and Dad. I Mom can't wait. Dad. We're going to be discussing Mum and Dad, and then after that, we're going to discuss the fourth kind. Yeah. And then finally, finally, within that trio that we're recording, we're going to discuss Final Destination. Finally. Are we not doing them? Um... Nope. Join us next week when we'll be discussing whatever I've just said. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. This has been 100 Horrors. Thank you for listening.